Hi, my name is Nasek and welcome back to another episode of the Back to the Basics podcast. This week's parish is Parashas Gisisa, and we'll be discussing the idea of tefillah and how to balance tefillah with emuna, which is, should be really an idea of accepting one's lot, accepting one's situation. For many of us, we turn to tefillah because what Hashem has given us to us is unacceptable. We refuse to accept what Hashem has given us, whatever the challenge is, whatever we're going through in life. And we turn to Hashem that, and we tell Hashem, what you have given me, the life situation that I'm in is unacceptable and you must change it. And if you don't change it, I'm going to be back daily. And if you don't change it, I'm going to be miserable because what you have given me is unacceptable. And if we think about that idea, that philosophy, that hashkafa in tefillah, we're raised with a, we raised, we're faced with a big question. And that is, isn't emuna believing that everything in this world happens because Hashem was geyser, Hashem decreed that this should happen? It's famous that the Baal Shem Tev said that a leaf, a blatala, doesn't fall from the tree unless Hashem was geyser, unless Hashem decreed that this leaf should, should fall from the tree. Kalvachomer, surely we have to assume that everything in our life was decreed upon us from Hashem. So this is something that I've been thinking about for a long time. How do we balance Amuna, which is belief that everything is from Hashem, every challenge is from Hashem, Hashem is behind everything that is going on in our life, and tefillah. I'll be honest with you, the reason why I'm talking about it this week is because, Baruch Hashem, Hashem sent me to a piece from the altar of Kalim, and he sort of discusses this question, and I, I, I've, not, I've not seen it being discussed el elsewhere, so... I'm sure others talk about it because it's a big question. But um, I'm going to share with you a lot what he says. And this is his idea. He actually, his approach comes from a different question. He says that the, the Mishnah says that And the Gemara in Tainus teaches Avoida is Utfilah. Avoida is Tfilah. And he says if Avoida is Tfilah, Avoida we know is always Tzoyrech Gavoya A need of Gavoya of Hashem Which means it's more of a Ruchnius need It's not for our physical need And he says if Tefillah is for us to accomplish our physical needs Then that's not an Avoida So is the ultimate Tefillah an Avoida Or it's Bakashas Asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what we need. So the altar says like this. Oh, and he also, also one more point. And he actually asked this as a question. We, we actually meant, mentioned this earlier. He says, doesn't Hashem know what's best for us? This is the ultimate question. Doesn't Hashem know what's best for us? I'll read it inside because it's so beautiful the way he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachal's merachim 
has more mercy on the person more than the person has on himself. All powers, all koyach of Rachmanus, of, of having Rachmanus on anyone and on ourselves is from Hashem. So surely Hashem has more Rachmanus on us than we even have on ourselves. So how do we even daven if it's clearly that Hashem is being Merachim on us? So says the altar that the start and the end of everything is a muna, is acceptance. That's his idea. He says the start and end is acceptance. So what what is tefillah? What is tefillah? So the author explained like this, and this is the way I understand it. He writes very um, short, and it, it, sometimes it's hard to understand. But this seems to be what he's trying to say. He says that the world is really a world of Siba and Seiver. Everything is cause and effect, and there's Hester. And says the altar, the idea of Hashkacha, of Hashem watching over us, and Hashem pulling the strings, and Hashem doing everything for us, is something that's hard for us to envision. Litzayer. He says, Alken Koshem Oidatziur. It's hard for us to envision, to imagine in our mind this idea of Ashkacha without Tfilah. He says, Al came BMS Hatinian Hatfilah, who Kedelet Sayer Lefanov, Shakoil Miasham Yisbarach. It's an exercise in attaining this idea of Ashkacha. When we come and we stand in front of Hashem, and when Mitzayir, we envision that we're speaking to a Melech Gadol, who could do whatever and anything that we need from him. And we ask of him, with, with, with Lashonis of Rachmim and Tachnunim. That is an exercise in Ashkacha. We're acknowledging to our subconscious again and again and again three times a day, and more, more and more times, that everything is from Hashem, Ashkach. And of course, we, um, Hashem gives us what we need, because that's part of how Hashem set up the world of, of Tefillah. But, the Alta says, it's very fascinating, he says, however, he says, Ki Chacham, the Chacham knows that my tefillah doesn't have to be niskabal. And I think what the altar means is my lot doesn't really have to change because I'm accepting. That the altar seems to be saying is that this toiv, what the Swarm say, toiv ha nigla vanister. There's a toiv that we see as toiv. And there's the toiv vanister which Hashem sees as toiv. And what we're davening for is. For the toiv haniglo, and the way we see it, this is not good for us. Whatever the situation is, it's not good. It's not. It's not good for us. So therefore, Hashem said, "Okay, you could daven that that should change." However, says the altar, "Hachacham doesn't need dafka sheyukubo." Why? Because he accepted his fate. He has a muna, and he says, "Hashem, listen." If the answer is not now, that's fine because I know 
you're doing what's best for me. So the Alta is basically telling us that really tefillah and amuna have to be, we have to balance it properly. And I'm, 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 I'm sharing this with you because I've seen many people who struggle with this. They struggle, they turn to tefillah because they view their situation in life as unacceptable. And after I saw this piece from the altar, there's a fascinating Gemara, which I never understood. There's an idea in the Gemara, the Gemara, it's a Gemara in, in Brachas Daf Nun Hei. And it's a Gemara in Baba Basra, I'm trying to remember, maybe Kuf Nun Dalet Amin Beis. Both places, the Gemara calls Iun Tefillah. The Gemara in Brachas, well, the, I think the Gemara says like this, the Gemara says, Kalamarech B'Tefillah Sermayim Ba Soif Ba Somebody davens a lot. And Uma'ayyabon. Rashi says that he's but tuach. He's so dependent on his tefillah that it'll be niskabal, and that's the only way he could live his life, says Rashi. And says the Gemara, I'm sorry. Soif ba He's going to have heartache from it. He's going to have a lot of pain. Now, the Abbey's question is. Chazal didn't understand that with tefillah we could accomplish everything. Chazal didn't know that. So why why is the Gemara telling us that somebody who's so batuach and tefillah soiv bali day koiv leiv that he's gonna have heartache from it? The answer is I think we could say like from the altar, from Kalim, that of course Chazal understood the importance of tefillah, but how do we do we view tefillah? Is tefillah are we davening because we don't have a muna? Because our situation is completely unacceptable to us? And without HaKadosh Baruch Hu changing our situation, we are complete messes. We can't live our lives. So we're, we're totally, we're totally, we cling to tefillah as if it's our lifeline. And I think that's what the altar is telling you. No, you can't do that. The Chacham knows that my tefillah doesn't dafka have to be in the sky. Doesn't have to be fully accepted. Does my situation doesn't have to change? Tefillah is an exercise in attaining hashkachav Hashem, and that's all it is. And that's how we have to view it. But the basis of everything, the yisoid, is amuna, is acceptance. And sometimes we could, we have to go to Hashem and say, Hashem, I don't see the good in this. For me, this is not so good. But if the answer is not now, I'm accepting. And I think that is the ultimate, the healthiest balance when it comes to tefillah vis-a-vis amuna. Accepting. Accepting. In summary, my friends, uh, uh, again, I apologize that this is not really um, connected to Parashat Kisisa. But it's something that Sometimes when I'll, I'll I'll leave you a podcast of it with something that I'm personally working on, and something that um, I see people have spoken to me about recently, and I think this is something that's so important when it comes to tefillah and amuna. We have to know, and we have to believe in the dep- deepest depths of our heart that just like a leaf doesn't move off a tree without Hashem's gezerah. There's absolutely nothing that happens in our life, not a breath coming out of our mouth, without the Xerah of Hashem. 
by that Hashem's decree. Surely anyone who's going through any life challenging challenges, right? Nothing happens without without the Xer of Hashem. And that's the beginning and end of Tfilo is Emuna. But sometimes it's hard, and sometimes it's hard for us to accept. And we could express that to Hashem, but ultimately, we have to walk away from tefillah with more emuna, more acceptance, more acceptance. Telling Hashem, I accept. If it's not now, it's fine also. I'll be fine because I know that you love me. I just want to end off with one more, one more nakuda that the Alta says beautifully. And he says, if we understand that tefillah is an exercise, it's only an exercise of attaining more the idea of Ashkacha. He says, therefore, we can understand the Gemara says, A person should be maktim Meaning, let's say somebody is 23 and in Kailo, just got married, right? And his, his wife is working and his shver is supporting, everything's good. Life's great. Be maktim means, Davin, now, when things are good, that when it's time for me to start working, when it's time time for me to start earning a parnasa, it should go be, it should go easily, and I should find something that I enjoy, etc., etc., whatever that is. That's being maktim tefila litzara, and he says, why is it so important to be maktim tefila litzara? He says, because it's hard to daven when you're going through a tzara al on the oifen of acceptance, in the oifen of telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the ultimate tefillah is an exercise in attaining Ashkacha. So he says, when, when we're going through a tzar, it's hard for us to be in that frame of mind of davening only because we want to tell Hashem, you're everything, your Ashkacha is everything. Why? When a person feels pain from something. At that point, there's a little bit of tsar mixed in. He has a, what we call, for me, I'm in pain, and that's part of why I'm davening. Therefore, says the altar, the ultimate is when you're not in pain yet. That's the ultimate tefillah. When you're not in pain yet, talk to Hashem and say, this is coming up down the road. I need your help. I'm going to need your help. Because that's the ultimate exercise in Ashkacha. When we're in pain, you see here also the altar acknowledges that when we are in pain, it's hard for us to, for this exercise to be perfect because we're sort of davening out of pain. Like Tzorakov, Eitzaku B'nei Yisrael. However, if we're not in pain yet, we could, you know, Ruya Gahait, in a respectable way, come to Hashem and say, Hashem, you're everything. This, and this is coming up in my life. Um, I'm going to need help. Anyway, I want to thank everybody again for listening. If you enjoyed the ideas um, set forth in this podcast, shared in this podcast, this episode, please share it with others, and please, again, please send feedback, any type of feedback, 
is always appreciated. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.